Dateline, Pittston, Pennsylvania, March 1st, 2021. It reads, WVIA has been awarded the 2021 Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters Award in the Judges Merit Television category for the presentation of the Scranton Civic Ballet's production of The Nutcracker. WVIA was honored to present this performance to the people of Northeastern and Central Pennsylvania. This award is a credit to the talented performers in front of the camera and behind the scenes that made this presentation a possibility, said Carla McCabe, WVIA president and CEO. This inaugural collaboration was made possible by a generous COVID Creative Community Grant from the Lackawanna County Council on the Arts. The Nutcracker presentation, which annually presents an educational performance for 1,200 school children at no charge, was seen across 21 counties throughout the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and schools received a digital link to enhance their virtual curriculum with this artistic performance. Under the artistic direction of Helen Gauss, 60 students and adults, ranging in age from 8 to 50, share the timeless tale of Clara, Drosselmeyer and the Nutcracker that unfolds as the delicate Sugar Plum Fairy and all of Tchaikovsky's musical sprites weave their enchanting spell. That from a press release by our own Neil Prisco in March of 2021. Even COVID-19 and the pandemic couldn't dampen the tradition of Scranton Civic Ballet and the Nutcracker. 2022 marks the 36th production of the holiday favorite. As we heard, Helen Gauss is founder and artistic director of the company, and each year she assembles an outstanding cast to enchant us all. There will be two performances of her Nutcracker this weekend at the Theatre at North. Robert Zaloga, who is assistant to the artistic director and principal dancer, paid a visit to the WVIA studios with Rachel Stopper, who dances the role of the Sugar Plum Fairy, and Sasha Rumyantseva, who has the role of the Snow Queen. I was about eight years old. I actually saw Civic Ballet's Nutcracker. Each year they do the Eyes on Dance school performance, and I just transferred to a Wyoming seminary. And they took the second grade class to go. And I actually saw one of my good friends in it, Sophia, who was a principal dancer with the company. And I actually got taken out during the show because I was yelling her name. And yeah, got in trouble. But I knew from that moment I needed to be in it. How about you and your first encounter with Nutcracker, Sasha? Uh, Well, I'm originally from Russia. And as a Christmas present, my parents took me to go see the Nutcracker at Bolshoi Theater. So ever since then, I mean, I looked at the dancers, I looked at the scenery, the props, and I was just in love. Was there a lore about it? There must have been because you were in Russia, the source of Tchaikovsky and all of that building up to the moment when you saw it? Yes, absolutely. It was so beautiful. How about you when you were little, Rachel? Well, I actually never went to see The Nutcracker until I was in it, but I used to dance at a smaller studio that didn't perform The Nutcracker, and I was so into ballet that I started watching videos on YouTube, on Instagram, and I realized that I really wanted to be in it, which is why I switched studios. You were talking about having seen it at Civic. Robert, 
we need to know a little bit about the history of Civic, not just with Nutcracker, but about Miss Helen and, and her vision. Yeah, so Civic Ballet started in 1978 by Miss Helen Gauss, originally on Penn Avenue in Scranton until they moved a couple years later to Mifflin. We have a huge range of repertoire we perform every year, original works, classical pieces that we restage, lots of originals by Miss Helen, yeah, and Nutcracker is one of our biggest events of the year. We like to say it's like our ballerina Super Bowl. So each year we perform three performances, the Nutcracker in concert, which is the Spring Ballet, and then the School of the Ballet Company, the Civic Dance Center, performs on stage, please. And what was your first role when you got to Civic in Nutcracker? My first role was the soldier doll in the party scene. And I performed as one of the Russian dancers my first year. And then I did both of those roles for four years. And then I eventually moved on to Cavalier, and now I'm still doing it. Are you involved in the administration of the company? Yes, I'm the assistant artistic director. I'm Miss Helen's right hand, and it's been great. She's been mentoring me for the last three years now, still going. And it's been great to collaborate with her and put our crazy ideas together and creating beautiful things on stage. And Rachel, what was your entry into Nutcracker? You said you didn't see it before you were in it, but what was your first row? Well, I was just a whole lot of core. So I was snow core and Russian core, and I was a cousin in the party scene. And you couldn't still get enough of it, yeah? No, I wanted to be better. I wanted to do bigger roles. Sasha, did you do it before you got to Scranton Civic Ballet? Uh, no, I never performed in the Nutcracker before Civic. But my first role was the Columbine doll. Very, very special dance. Has a special place in my heart. Tell us a little bit about why. Just, I think the dolls in general are just such great parts. The midnight scene and the doll boxes, it just brings the magic into Act One. Robert, tell us what you think Miss Helen's vision of yeah. the Nutcracker? Well, I think you see around here a lot, a lot of basic, traditional versions. Now, our storyline is very traditional, but all of the choreography is original. And it's you don't see that a lot in the Northeast area. You see a lot of restaging. And I think that's one thing that makes us so unique at Civic, that no one else does this version. And Miss Helen is one of the most incredible choreographers this city has ever seen. And she's still, since she opened in 78 and for years even before that, she was choreographing and teaching. And you can tell that through the dancers how we translate her vision on stage. What's a moment, Sasha, either in one of the doll roles or even when you were in the core, Rachel, what is a moment you know that Miss Helen brought something to say? Um, well, for me, I've watched a lot of the Sugar Plum Fairy Cavalier Nutcracker Pa, like the Pa to do, and I've realized that Miss Helen's version is so different than all of the other versions out there, and that's what makes it so special to me when I'm performing it this year. Was there something about the way Miss Helen thinks of the way you all should bring your characters to life? Well, Miss Helen has a very special way of characterizing all the dolls. So she used to tell me that Columbine is Drosselmeyer's favorite, for example, uh, which was very nice. And just that, like having them all together, dancing the midnight scene, the way she choreographs it just really brings it all together. 
And Robert, you've been doing it then since you arrived at Civic, and you are the title character. Tell us about how Miss Helen and you have come to understand these different characters. It's not the same. Are they or are they? So the Nutcracker and the Cavalier, they're pretty much the same in a sense that they are there to be the Lord and Savior, if you will, of the story. I also play a third character, the nephew, in the first act, which is Drosselmeyer's nephew. I dance with Clara, and then when Clara falls asleep and has her nightmare, the Nutcracker comes to life, which is me, and I save her from all the mice, and then I take her on a journey through the land of snow, and then eventually Clara ends up in the land of the sweets, and she sees me there, and I dance a beautiful pas de deux with the sugar plum fairy, and the rest is history. Rachel, how did you prepare for this pretty remarkable performing opportunity? Well, this has been a dream role of mine since I was a really little kid, since I started ballet. So when I saw my name on the cast list, I just decided that I needed to make it as great as I possibly could. So every rehearsal, I feel like it gets a little bit better, and I add a little bit more to it every time. And hopefully by the show, it will be as good as it can get. And have you had a chance to have your costume yet? Yeah, so what's really cool about my tutu is that they've been using it for so many years, so it's kind of a dream to put that tutu on and perform in it, so that means a lot to me. It's the tradition, but you're making it your own through the vision of Miss Helen. Yes. How about you and Snow Queen? Well, Snow Core was my first company part, and so it already has a special place in my heart. Snow Queen's tutu is beautiful. My mother, the seamstress, made it brand new this year. It's a dream. It's so sparkly, gorgeous. And what do you think of to create a Snow Queen? That's quite a fairy tale, mythical-like character. Yeah, so recently in rehearsal, Miss Helen described snow as not the wet snow, but the light and fluffy snow. So that's what I like to keep in my mind when I'm dancing. Keep it light, fluffy, very jumpy, a lot of turns, just spot on. Rachel, you have to count on a partner that you have complete trust in, right? Yes, absolutely. Robert, how do you convey that to a dancer, that you are there? Yeah, I think over the years I've danced with so many different people that everyone has a different relationship with each other. And I think since last spring, Rachel and I got to dance together in Capella. So that kind of jump-started that relationship there. And now that we are performing Sugar Plum and Cavalier, it's just grown even more. And Rachel is only 15, and already she's danced with the School of Philadelphia Ballet, formerly known as the Pennsylvania Ballet. And she's just a natural born leader. And it's been wonderful seeing her blossom into the Sugar Plum at only age 15. That's pretty special. Uh, yeah, it, it does make me feel special. And it also makes me feel like since I've gotten this far, as of right now, it just makes me think of how far I can go. What do you dream of? Do either of you want to go and make your life dance, such as Robert has been doing? Do you have any dreams that way? Um, yeah, I mean, it's always a dream to maybe possibly become a professional someday or even just teach, but I have a couple years left to think about it and figure it out, so that's what I'm doing right now. Ben, Sasha. I do intend on dancing in college, even if it's just a class a week. I want to continue this passion. You mentioned, Robert, the word beauty and beautiful. 
what does it mean to do something like this that brings beauty into our lives? Yeah, the Nutcracker is such a holiday tradition for so many people. And even for the dancers too, I think you could see that in our production where we are all such good friends and you can see we're all working so hard together to put on this huge production. And I think the audience will see that and it's just good for all ages. Anyone can come see it. You'll find the beauty and the humor in it, no matter how old you are. We have in front of us a wonderful little image of the character you're going to be playing. Robert, this is something that Scranton Civic Ballet, because of Jim Patterson's bringing dancers like you to the studio over the years, and Jim presented it to us to say thank you. Tell us what is special about this particular production, Robert. This year, the performance is dedicated to Jim Patterson. Unfortunately, he passed away last year, and he played such a huge part in the Civic family. He was the Mouse King for over 25 years. He did it for so long, and he was also a parent every year. I believe he was the grandparents in it. And he also always drove the car in the Santa parade. So, you know, it is different without him here, but his memories live on. Everyone, the Mouse King now still, we all look up to him. And he was a great person to Miss Helen and the Civic family, and we miss him dearly. He was dedicated to the mission of Scranton Civic Ballet, to Miss Helen, and to all of you. I just wanted to ask about the music. You're telling a story with your movement. How does the music help you tell that story? Is it part of you? Have you internalized the music? So for Snow Queen, you can really hear the music intensify as the piece goes on, which makes it super exciting. And there's big crashes and big jumps towards the end, especially. So it makes the dancer feel as they're dancing. Rachel. Yeah, Miss Helen is always telling me in every dance that I do, there's certain parts in the music that you just have to hit that crash, as Sasha was saying, or do a soda shot, do a leap on a certain beat. And it's a really big deal because it makes the audience really connect with the dancers on stage. You're not just hearing it that way, you're hearing it inside? Yes. Yeah. When I was studying with American Ballet Theater one summer, we had a lecture class on music, composers, all that. And we were talking about the Nutcracker and how when Pettipaw was choreographing the first Nutcracker, they were trying to figure out what they wanted for the Sugar Plum Fairy. And he went to Tchaikovsky and he said, I want it to sound like raindrops. And that's why in the beginning of that piece, the dun, 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 it sounds like raindrops. Mm -hmm. And the very first entrance that Sugar Plum does, these little PKs onto point and rolls through her feet, It really emulates that. Robert, tell us what happened in COVID days. In 2020, 
it was the peak of the pandemic and we were all so upset. Our spring shows got canceled and it was summertime and we all were looking at each other like what's going to happen with the Nutcracker. It's like I said before, our Super Bowl. And then however it happened, WVIA and the Civic Ballet got connected and WVIA graciously filmed it for us and edited it and made it into a movie style production. And it was just such a great partnership. And it was a amazing they could save our holiday tradition and still bring it to all the viewers nationwide. So it was a very great collaboration. That was then, this is now, and you're back before your audiences. This year's performances are Friday, December 9th at 7.30 p.m. and Saturday, December 10th at 2 p.m. at the Theater at North. Tickets can be purchased the day of at the box office or online prior at thetheateratnorth.com. And you can visit our website, scrantoncivicballet.com, for more information. Robert Zaloga, assistant to the artistic director and principal dancer at Scranton Civic Ballet, with Rachel Stopper, who dances the role of the Sugar Plum Fairy this year, and Sasha Rumyantseva, who has the role of the Snow Queen. They spoke with us about the upcoming performances at the Theater at North, Friday, December 9th at 7.30 in the evening, and again Saturday, December 10th, at two in the afternoon. The Theater at North is located at 1539 North Main Avenue in Scranton. And if you need more information, you can check their website, thetheateratnorth.com, thetheateratnorth.com. And theater has a T-E-R at the end, the Theater at North on North Main Avenue in Scranton. The 36th annual performances of Helen Gauss's The Nutcracker, and they will take place Friday, December 9th at 7.30 p.m., Saturday, December 10th at 2 in the afternoon at the Theater at North. For more information about the Scranton Civic Ballet, you can find them at scrantoncivicballet.com. 